Welcome to Love, Words, and Poetry, a podcast that celebrates the connections that flow from love to words to poetry and back again. I'm Victoria Mary Thatch, a published poet. I'll be reading a few of my poems, pondering a word or phrase that intrigues me, and sharing some of the love letters my husband and I wrote over a period of 30 years that give insights into how we built a deeply loving and passionate marriage. Today's first poem was published in Reflect in the summer of 1994. San Diego, 1991. The sunrise sky is an impressionist swirl of cadet blue fighters taking off against a rose gold backdrop. Flaming pink lighting provided from behind the black hills by the sun, that backstage magician, who also rises inexorably in Iraqi skies. When I submitted this poem for publication, the editor asked me why I ended with the line, in Iraqi skies. I explained to her that it was originally written in 1991 during Operation Desert Storm, which began January 17, 1991, and ended with the American-led liberation of Kuwait on February 28th of the same year. Today's second poem was published in the same issue of Reflect. This one I wrote in my head as I was pushing our fifth daughter, Julia, around the neighborhood in her stroller. Counting rhyme for Julia. One tree, a patriarch. Two trees, a pair. Three trees, a triad of graces on the air. Four trees, a quadrangle or portico define. Five trees, a pentagon. Six trees, a line. Seven trees, a symmetry. Eight trees, a glade. Nine trees, an orchard. Ten, a house in shade. The love letters I'm sharing today were written in response to a talk that said the couple is the image of God and where they love each other, God is revealed. We were asked to name specific instances where we felt closest to our spouse and then describe the feeling of closeness in each instance in loving detail. In my letter, I wrote, my dear Wes, one of the times I felt closest to you was when we were married particularly when we were kneeling together at the altar during the wedding ceremony that you especially had spent so much time planning, listening to Father Gilbert in the place of Christ saying, this marriage will be built on rock. And as the mass went on, struggling to realize that we were finally man and wife, I couldn't believe it. I was so proud of you, my new husband, and I wanted to shout and show you off to the whole world. I really felt like you had turned me into a queen forever, and I felt especially bound to you because we were being joined sacramentally 
And I was filled with joy because I knew it meant just as much to you that we were bound in the presence and filled with the great graces of God. The second instance was when I came out of my faint or whatever after Nikki was born and her, heard her first tiny little squeaks. And you looked at me and told me, yes, we did have a little girl and her weight and she was okay. I felt just filled with wonder and joy at what our love had done. I was filled with you, with your whole presence, with how warm and beautiful your brown eyes were, how tenderly you looked at me, how you touched my forehead gently and didn't mind telling me over and over again that we had our baby and with how brave and strong you had been during my labor and how patient when I knew you were exhausted and you still are all those things to me, my love. Always me. In his letter, Wes wrote, Dear Vicki, the first instance that comes to mind is at Regina's graduation party. I felt so proud and happy to be married to you and so special dancing with you. I felt like we had become something special, husband and wife, and everyone knew it. A second time was once up in Concord, walking to or from, I can't remember, Mass at St. Bernard's. It was a nice day. I had that special Sunday feeling that made me very conscious of God and his handiwork. You were with me and we just seemed to blend in together. Finally, I remember our fifth anniversary at Windows on the World. I had had a tough day, the weather was lousy, and I was worried about you getting into the city. I remember how pretty you looked and once again, how proud I felt to have you as my wife. As we ate, I thought about how much I loved you and just how special you are to me. All my problems and tensions just seemed to melt away that night. And I felt so comfortable, like when I sit in my chair when I come home from work or on the lake on a hot day, or like feeling the air and smelling the smells on a spring day. All these moments and so many more I cherish as part of our life together. Always and always, all my love, Wes. The closing poem for today was also published in 1994 in Black Buzzard Review. Wes and I had gone to visit dear friends in San Luis Obispo, who were the ones who actually got us started writing our love letters and they kept up with it all the 30 years that we were writing and they're still writing their love letters to each other. And this was a poem that I wrote when I was with them because being with them always gave me a sense of peacefulness as well as mystery. San Luis Obispo. Trees evade the pen like Japanese brushes encoding mystery. The green deeps flee restraint in black and white for shading, nuance, tone of leaf turning in a breeze multiplied and multiplied into a rhapsody of whispers and hushes like the faint blue echo of waves at sea. May the coming days bring you peace, 
friendship, and mystery.